You're listening to the 52-story series on the Do Life Different podcast by 1128 Community Church in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. 2024 is all about sharing the stories of people who call 1128 their home. You'll hear stories of doubt, hurt, and pain. You'll hear about faith being deconstructed and then reconstructed. You'll hear about answered prayers, meaningful moments with Jesus, and hear about experiences that changed lives forever. If you'd like to connect with 1128, please visit us at 1128community.org or text the word podcast to 414-441-1128. We hope you connect with today's guests. Well, hey, welcome back to the 52 Stories series on our New Life Different podcast. Today, I'm joined by my friend Kurt, Kurt Wall. How's it going, Mike? You good, man? Good. Yeah. Uh, Kurt's got a an, just an incredible story. Um, what I met you, what, like 10 months ago now or so? Yeah, it was, uh, I was believe, it the, middle, the middle of May. Yeah, like right around Mother's yeah. Day, I think. If yep. And... Uh, and uh, I've been asking everybody this question, like, hey, what what did faith mean to you when you were younger, or or was there a moment in time where where faith uh, became something of importance to you? And uh, just curious to know, like, for for you, is that a is that a thing that you can look back on and see a moment? Yeah, I mean, uh, I can look back when uh, when I was younger, and my mom used to take us to church a lot. It was kind of a thing where my mom would take all of us siblings to uh, church. And uh, as I got older, I actually went to, you know, a middle school, which was a Catholic you okay. know, school. And then I actually ended up going to Pius, which is a Catholic high school. And yeah. I went there for four years. And we used to have our mass every Tuesday in the in the auditorium. And, yeah. you know, so, um, yeah, I actually grew up on, on uh, religion. Okay. So it was it was kind of nice. Was it was it something that was meaningful to you at that point in time or was it just uh this is this is what we do? Um it, in a way it was meaningful, but I guess I didn't really take it serious. Okay. You know, but I like I knew there was a God and I knew, you know, obviously I mean there were times where I would pray and you yeah. know, I I knew what it was. You know, I just uh didn't take it as serious as I do now. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so so let's let's just jump into uh, May of 2023 because okay. I remember like uh, I think that Sunday morning Colleen and I were giving a message together and uh, and you showed up. I remember seeing you sit like front row. Yeah, and uh, and I, I kept I kept eyeballing you just from the platform. I was like, he looks like pretty upset. Like something something's going on there. So. Kind of recount that that morning if you can, and give us a give us like a, a picture of where you were when you came in that day. Well, um, I was in a kind of a dark place, man. I uh, I guess you can say just like a few days prior to when I came in, you know, I just like literally just stopped drinking. Yeah, and normally when you you know, cut cold turkey like that. I mean, that's just a difficult thing to do, you know? And um, I guess you can say, like, I knew I needed to change, and um, I kind of needed that push. And I don't know, like, this push that I had, I never, guess, took a path like this where, you know, I went to church and, you know, started believing in, in God, 
you know, mm-hmm. kind of changing my faith and just believing in it. Um, honestly, taking this path, it really has helped me, you know, like my whole, like the last 12 years prior to that day I came in, I've, you know, drinking was my thing and just, you know, just yeah. being around people that weren't good influences, you know, just always partying and, you know, and I knew it was a bad thing. And eventually it just got me to the point where I was just really sick, like mm-hmm. really, really sick. And when you, you say know, sick, you mean like, like mentally sick, uh, physically sick? Like oh, what, mentally, what do you mean? mentally, physically. I mean, I was hospitalized several times because of okay. drinking a lot. And um, basically what what it did over the years, it created anxiety hmm. and eventually put me on medication. Okay. When, you know, I know I didn't need it. It was, it was just all the alcohol, you mm-hmm. know, and um, yeah, just being on medication and being hospitalized, you know, I just kept drinking, you know, I just kind of like, oh, you know, I'll still be okay, yeah. you know, and I just <laughs> kept drinking and eventually it hit me to the point where, you know, I just, I was constantly throwing up and, Mm. you know, to the point where eventually I was throwing up blood, man. Mm. Like, it was a scary thing. Yeah. Like, it was very scary. Yeah. And I have six siblings. Okay. And one of my siblings is Nikki. Yeah. As we know, Dominique. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she put up with the last 12 years of, (laughs) like, you know, putting up with me and all the bad decisions that I was making and... You know, I have to give her a lot of props, man. Like, I, I don't know any of my other siblings that would have actually dealt with that for 12 years. Yeah. You know, and um, it got to the point where she reached out to all my other siblings and said, you know, I I really need help. I, I don't know what to do anymore, you know, how to help her brother, and I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it was. And this is the thing that I was actually thinking about yesterday. Yeah. You know, um, before I went to work. I don't know what it was, but I never reached out to my sister, Natalia, uh-huh. as you know, Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never reached out to her. She's going to be upset that you called her Natalie on the podcast. I'm, I'm sure she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope nobody else calls her that. <laughs> but I never reached out to her. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it was that made me do that. But when I knew that she was in the church and I seen just, how she's grown with her faith, mm-hmm. like s- just something pulled me towards her. And I called her one day just crying, yeah. like, hey. And I knew she knew in my voice that I sounded really sick, yeah. you know, and I was like in desperate need of help. When you when you say you hadn't reached out, like there was a period of time where you, you didn't really see her or or the kids or anybody, right? Yeah, like, there was years that that yeah. would go by where I haven't seen her. And, yeah, so so it wasn't just like a, I'm not right. reaching out, but it was like maybe I'm even kind of avoiding her. Right. Well, and that that's the thing though. When you when you're an alcoholic, you kind of hide yourself from the world. Yeah. You know, you kind of shut yourself away from family, friends, and you know, you kind of go into hiding. Yeah. And that's where anxiety kicks in, mm-hmm. and then you get depressed and stressed, and you know, not realizing that it's the drinking that's doing all this to you. You know. Yeah. And um, but I reached out to her. And, you know, she told me, she was like, you know what, Kurt, I'm going to help you. I feel like for some odd reason, I just feel like this is your time. Hmm. You know, I feel like just something's pulling me towards you as well. Yeah. And 
sure enough, she, you know, brought me to 1128, you know, as I know is my home now, Yeah, you know, which is an incredible place, incredible people, you know, great environment. Yeah. Um, she brought me here and, you know, and then next thing you know, I'm starting an all men's group. Yeah. Got, got to meet some cool guys, you know, and, um, it just really worked for me, yeah. you know, like mentally, like it, it just kept me focused and I had people around me that just kept pushing me to stay on this path. Yeah. You know, like I said, the first month it was difficult. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was the hardest month yeah. of my life. Yeah. You know, cause when you go from being an alcoholic, you can't just stop cold Turkey like that. Mm -hmm. You got to slowly get off of it. Yeah. You know, and me personally, I, it's kind of sad to say, but I, I've been on, different drugs before in my life mm -hmm. but giving up alcohol that was by far the hardest mm. you know it's easy to quit smoking it's easy to quit doing other things but drinking was just incredibly hard because yeah. i've been doing it for 12 13 years yeah you know that was just like a daily thing almost every day yeah you know so but having her push me on that path you know i have to thank her for that as well it was just in an awesome feeling knowing that she guided me on this, guided me to the right direction. And then I took that and I just went with it. Yeah. You reached out to her at like a pretty low point, right? Like, yeah, I did. Because there was a lot of stuff going on. I don't know. Are you willing and comfortable sharing kind of where you were at that at that moment when when you reached out and then showed up on that Sunday or so I guess, share share what you're willing I'll, I'll say it that way yeah so um well because of drinking and being an alcoholic I lost my job because mm -hmm. of that because I you know I was always a hard worker I just let the alcohol get the best and that of me. was a job you'd had for years and years yeah right? for eleven years yeah, yeah 11 years. yeah okay. so I lost my job. You know, and then it got to the point where I wasn't working as much, so I lost my apartment. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, um, I was behind on car payments. So I was just about to lose that. Yeah. And, um, you know, so pretty much I just, you know, kind of hit rock bottom, man. I was I was at my lowest. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've fallen down before and picked myself back up, but not like this. Yeah. You know, this was this was really hard on me. And you got a couple boys. Right? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and there was probably a weight of like, man, how do I continue providing for them as well with all this other stuff going on well yeah i mean i didn't want them to see me like this you know mm. i didn't want them to see me sick and constantly going to the hospital and having them have to worry about you know is dad okay yeah you know i yeah. mean that's not what i want my kids to see as they're getting older you know i want them to see the best side of me for sure you know and by me being an alcoholic or being sick you know how am i supposed to physically take care of my kids yeah i mean i can't yeah you know? Yep. Yeah. And, and so you, you show up here that first week, like rock bottom, like you said, and, uh, and pretty quick you, you jumped in and connected with that group that was all men at the time. Um, and they were encouraging you. There were some other guys in that group that kind of had similar stories. Did that help just with, with where you were to know like, Oh, these guys, these guys got through like god walked with them through their situations yeah it was um i heard a lot of crazy and interesting stories man and i the the one thing that i took out of that was i'm not alone in yeah. this you know like there's other people that probably have gone through worse or 
situations that I have, you yeah. know, and they made it through. Yeah. So, you know, it's nice to know that I'm not alone and then I have people there to encourage me and keep me going. Yeah. So and then uh and then you kinda you were in that group throughout the entire summer and, and there was also a point in time where you were trying to find work still, right? Yeah. And, and working all kinds of crazy jobs. And were those guys a uh, support and encouragement there as well? Or, or? Yeah. So um, there's this, uh, I call him uh, Old Pops. Old Pops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His name is Dean. And um, I love this man. Uh, he he actually owns a gas station right next to Quad. It's a mobile gas station. Yeah. Quad and, Graphics. Um, yep, yep. And um as I was going to quad, he used to see me go in there all the time and just buy out the whole roll of my car lemonades. You know, like <laughs> he knew he knew I, I loved drinking and stuff like that. But he would always constantly tell me, like, hey, you need to stop, you need to stop, you know. And he yeah. would always tell me, look how old I am. And, you know, and he's this year he'll be pushing 90. He'll be oh, pushing really? okay. up in April. So he really is old. So pops. he would always tell me I need to stop, that it's, you know, Obviously, I need to make right decisions, but obviously, he can't tell me what to do, you know? Right. But he was always there for me. And when I lost my job, he's like, you can come work for me. Okay. And I'll help you make some cash. Yeah. So I was working four days out of the month, making $100 a day. So $400 cash a month. I mean, that was a start. Yeah. You know? And he seen, he seen me as an alcoholic, and he seen me transition to the person I am today. So you know, he he actually to this day he, you know, compliments me on, you know, how good of a job I have done. You know, um, yeah, you know, from quitted drinking and to uh, you know working so hard and to having all these different jobs now. You know, yeah. he's very happy for me, and he's always been a person that I looked up to because you know I don't really talk to my dad. You know, yeah. so I kind of look at him as a father figure. You know, he's yeah. con constantly teaching me new things every day. I got to learn how to lay down asphalt on the ground and <laughs> filling up the cracks on the on on the cement. The you know, and the nine year old is uh, yeah. laying asphalt. Oh man, we were out there, and uh, he has this huge field right next to the gas station when he yeah. bought it, and the city said that purchase this gas station. We just want you to clean up this field next yeah. to it. You know, and all summer I was uh, there was a time where I was working almost every day for like a month really because he really needed this field cleaned up yeah and we cleaned it up but we were out there chopping trees down <laughs> and and he and, he's working right alongside you yeah i had i actually i don't know if you noticed but i uh i i took a few videos of him cutting trees <laughs> down and i was like look at this is old pops cutting trees down you That's know awesome. it, yeah it was pretty cool man and uh yeah he taught me a lot so it was nice learning things from him and, yeah. I, and to this day i still learn new things from him you know yeah so, so there's people throughout your your journey over the last year that uh, have had various influences and, and points of like meaning in your life. Yeah, um, I know those guys in in the group that you were going to on Thursdays. Um, they celebrated with you when you hit 100 days, right? Like, yeah, because that was when was that September. October, something like that? Honestly, man, being sober, I know it hasn't been long, so like in a couple days, it'll be nine months. But, nine months. Congrats, um, Kurt. Thanks, man. But um, it's almost like like the guy said in the group, once you're sober for so long, you know, you kind of forget yeah. you know, how long you've been sober for. Yeah. So they said that's like the uh, the best part about it is forgetting how long <laughs> you've been sober for. You know, you're like, how long have I been sober for? Yeah. And I, I think uh, we would fail to, to like really do this 
this justice if we don't touch on your new addiction, which is cheeseburgers. And energy drinks. And energy drinks, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but we, we celebrated with some cheeseburgers. I remember that. But. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, that was that was kind of cool, man. You know, can't go wrong with a cheeseburger, man. Too, <laughs> too bad we didn't have eggs to put on it, man. But you know, it was uh, <laughs> a little runny they, they, egg they on the good. cheeseburger. Yeah, they were good, man. Yeah. No, that that egg on a cheeseburger is like that's top high quality, top end right. cheeseburger right there. Um, so you know, from where you grew up. Where you, where you went to like a Christian high school, Catholic high school, right. uh, found yourself in like some really dark places connected to wrong people, people maybe that weren't encouraging you uh, to live a life that you'd be proud to live, uh, a life you would maybe be embarrassed that your kids would see you living, uh, to now today where you are and knowing like there's so many people in your corner that are that are there for you, supporting you, yeah. pushing you. Like, um, how how can you see as you look back over all of it, like that God God was there through all of this, whether you saw Him or not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like can you see where God was involved in your in your story um, from the from the beginning to to where you are today? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of hard to see, like, how, you know, I mean, I know that he's always been there for me, you know, and it's just, like, me personally, I haven't really, I guess, really paid attention to that, to actually see that he has been there for me, because it's not something that I really looked at like that. You know, even when I went to Catholic schools, you know, like, I knew there was a God, I prayed to him, and like I said, I just never really took it seriously. Yeah. You know, but like I knew that he was always there. Yeah. You know, um, but honestly, like I feel like, and I know this might sound kind of like wrong, like to myself saying yeah. this, but like in a way, maybe it was good that I actually went through what I went through mm. to, because this actually helped me find God. Yeah. You know, like yeah, no, this I actually helped that. me build my faith. Like I would never be in this situation if I didn't go through what I went through. Yeah. You know, so I'm actually blessed that I had gone through that, you know, to be where I'm at today. But yeah, growing up, I mean, you know, I knew that God was there. I would always pray to him. You know, we would have, as we were getting older, I remember living on 27th Street at my grandpa's house. You know, all of us kids would pray together Mm -hmm. with my mom, have a little prayer. There's times where I would be up and everybody would be sleeping and I can see my grandpa coming up praying by the Mm. upstairs for, uh, you know, to everybody. So I knew that that was a thing. Like I knew that it was important to pray. It was important to believe in God. You know, it was important to be a good person, you know, yeah. uh, a good kid. Yeah. You know, even yeah. though I used to beat up on my brothers and sisters <laughs> all the time, you know, I was kind yeah. of the bad one, but, you know, I knew that that was, that was an important thing. But like I said, I never, up until this past year, that's when I actually started taking, you know, this whole thing seriously. Yeah. You know, I would admit though, ever since, you know, I got back into, you know, praying and, 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 and believing in God and trying to build my faith, you know, good things have been happening for me, man. You yeah. know, um, yesterday I, I was, I kept thinking to myself, I was like, you know, 
ever since I stopped drinking, yeah, God, God has been there for me. You know, he has blessed me in so many ways. <clears throat> he has put so many people, just even random people in my life that has been a blessing. Yeah. Like just giving me job offers and stuff like that. New uh, people that I can landscape for, Yeah, you know, that are also people that believe in God, mm -hmm. which is a really cool thing. I'm like, oh, this is, this is awesome. You know, like maybe this is a sign, Yeah, you know, and the one thing I kept thinking, and I don't want to be hard on myself about this, but I always tell God, like, I, yeah, I, I put myself through a lot mm -hmm. and he's blessing me so much. And he, to this day, he keeps blessing me, mm. but it's like, do I deserve it? Mm. You know, like I keep asking, that's the question I kept asking myself. Yeah. I was like, I, I was praying the other day and I kept asking God, like, you know, I really love you and I appreciate everything you've done for me. And I know you have a plan for me. I know you do. Yeah. I know you have a plan for the future that I'm about to, like, you know, ahead. Yeah. I was like, but do I really deserve all these blessings? Yeah. Do I? You know, because I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I really deserve all of this because, I mean, I'm still growing as a person. Yeah. You know, I'm still growing my faith. Yeah. You know, I mean— we're not all perfect, but I still make <laughs> I still make mistakes, yeah, you know, and sure. I have to learn from them. For sure. But, you know, I would say I'm a lot better than what I was before, <laughs> but that's just the one question I asked God yesterday. I was just like, do I really deserve all these blessings? Yeah. Because I don't know if I really deserve all of it. Well, I mean, the reality is, like, blessings and, and life are not things that we deserve, right? Like, but, but God offers those things to us right? regardless of our, our mess, our ugliness, our, our sinful selves. Right. And, and that's, that's the beauty of, of knowing Jesus, right? Is that right. we're getting something that we don't deserve, right? which is awesome. And that's the thing, I never really like praying to God and, and, and becoming a different person, a better person, you know, like, I never really knew what blessings were, hmm. you know, because I never really paid attention to that. Yeah. I've always paid attention to doing things that were bad, like yeah. drinking, you know. Yeah. And once I started becoming a better person and also, you know, doing things differently in life, I, I just the blessings just kept coming in. And now I was like, okay, now I see what people are talking about. Yeah. Now I see how he's actually working. Yeah. You know, like he ain't physically there, but he's actually, he, he he's putting things around me that are there that, and he's yeah. putting me in situations at the right time, yeah. you know, and it's working <laughs> for me, man. Like it's, it's weird just being in the right place at the right time and being able to meet certain people. And yeah. next thing you know, I have a job and yeah. next thing you know, I have this going on. And yeah. Then, That's so awesome. Uh, let's wrap up here with, uh, the decision you made just at the end of summer, you know, you'd, you'd been around for a while uh, and, and you felt like, man, I need to be baptized. Like this is, that was awesome. This is something I need to do. Like I need to, I need to like proclaim what Jesus has done in my life. Like, tell me about that. Like, how'd you come to that decision? What, what did that feel like for you? Well, I knew when you were doing the whole baptism thing, you know, and, you know, welcoming people to actually want to get baptized. And then I knew that I was working on my faith, and I know that I was just a couple months in, you know, changing myself. I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time for me to get baptized. You know, new beginning, you know, starting life different. Yeah. You know, not thinking about the past, just focusing on what my new 
uh, step will be in life. And that's, you know, the new path that I'm taking right now. Yeah. You know, so it was just so awesome being able to be baptized just to be able to refresh myself, you know, Mm -hmm. on everything just to have a new beginning. Yeah. You know, uh, it was awesome having you and especially my sister do it. Like yeah. that, that meant a lot to me, man. It really did. Yeah. And uh, that was a really awesome moment to be a part of as well. Just to know in that short time, like where you had been and, and what you were committing to and what you were saying uh, in front of the whole church like that. So thanks for including me, Kurt. I, I appreciated that. Oh, yeah, man. You played a big part in it. Trust me, man. There's a lot of people that I can mention that played a big part in, you know, my journey here. You yeah. know, so I mean, you are one of them, definitely people that I would not want to let go, you know, definitely a piece, somebody that I would like love to call and just like, if something's wrong, I can actually call you and be like, Hey, you know, can you get me your opinion on this, this and this, or yeah. can you walk me through this? Cause I'm having trouble, Yeah, you know? So it's nice to have people that you can call that, you know, will give you good feedback. Yeah. Well, Kurt, I appreciate you coming in and, and sharing your story and just being open and vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, such a, such an inspiration i'd say just to see like how god's been a part of your story over the last year or so and uh can't wait to see where this goes from here yeah so uh for for those of you listening thanks for listening in uh join us next week for the next episode in our 52 stories series we'll see you then